Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Preseason basketball in Cleveland. We're talking about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We had preseason basketball tonight in the land, <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really hear anybody call it the land until like Braun said that like a few years ago. Nobody calls it the land. It's Cleveland. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, Hawks were in action tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers for their third uh, preseason game. Uh, they came up a bit short, 99 to 105. We're going to talk about the game, what we saw. Just some tidbits about uh, the preseason action tonight. And... Uh, yeah, that's how we're going to get down. So, uh, again, if you are if you have stumbled onto the show, if you're looking for Hawks podcast, you're like, yo, what is this? What is the Hawks beat? Welcome. I'd like to introduce myself. My name is E-Dub. I've been covering the Hawks as a credential media member going on nine years. This is my ninth season. I just got the email this week that I am approved to cover the team this season, and I am very excited. I'm looking forward to it. And I hope to give you guys good content all season long, the best I can. I look forward to the dialogue, the conversations, the interactions, all that jazz this year, man. I'm looking forward to all of it. So if you are a fan of the Hawks and you like some good Hawks talk, get on with the get on and get down with the get down, man. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and you'll get that email whenever I shoot them out. And uh, you'll be abreast as to everything that we have goings on. So make sure you subscribe. And while you're subscribing, make sure you like the podcast. Uh, like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, give us a follow and, and, and all that jazz, man. Just connect with us on all of our social media. And uh, we will greatly appreciate that. We greatly appreciate it. To those that's been rocking with us, we appreciate you guys as well. Um I normally do a fan segment in my pods, but I forgot to tweet out the fan interaction. You know what I'm saying? I forgot to tweet out your thoughts on the game. 
I actually, to be honest with you, it looked like most of the folks was watching the Braves game. You know, shout out to the Braves, taking care of business tonight, three zip, taking care of the Phillies. But uh, yeah, there 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 were a few diehards watching the game. You know, it was good to hear Dominique and Bob in 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 postseason form. <laughs> Dominique got off a couple of heat checks, and and Bob is his usual. Uh, usual self of, of greatness, man. Bob is just a, a, a tremendous person, man. And uh, it was good seeing them and, and them doing their thing. So Hawks taking on Cleveland, and uh, let's get into it. So this was the third of the Hawks preseason games. We, we know they had the two games in Dubai, back home, and uh, back out to Cleveland. So a lot of folks are saying, you know, there is, you know, the possibility of the Hawks having some jet lag and this, that, and the other. I mean, they may be true, and that's fine. But listen, this is your job. This is what you got to do. Nobody wants to hear any excuses. I'm just saying that we don't want to hear them in the preseason, and you don't want to hear them in the regular season. So you can miss me with the whole jet lag thing. I think it's an excuse. If you're getting paid to ball, go out there and ball. I mean, it is what it is. But nevertheless, um, I thought this game was interesting for several reasons. Number one, uh, Trey Young was obviously not his usual self, which is fine. um, Because when you play an 82-game season plus the playoffs, you're going to have nights where your star isn't a star. That's just, I mean, that's just being human. You know, sometimes the legs are going to be heavy. Sometimes you may not be up for it. And for whatever reason, you're just not going to have it every single night. You know, um, I do think that what we get to see though, is how does this team react or how does they respond when Trey doesn't have a typical superstar night? Um, and to be honest with you, I thought they, they responded pretty well. You know, they didn't shoot the ball well tonight. But I think that when you look at the totality of a game, if you're grading a game on um, on play, you got to look a little bit more than the shooting. Um, and while this team didn't shoot well, I mean, they didn't shoot well. Um, I did see some things to kind of check off. Like, yo, this team was very active. Um, it was good seeing some of the young guys get some burn. We'll kind of talk about them in a minute, but I thought that there were several things to be to look at and say, "Oh, this is kind of a bright spot." I thought the defense looked good at times, and uh, those are the things you got to kind of look for. Um, I was also looking at uh, Nate's rotation to see how and the possibility of what this rotation might look like. Of course, you don't have Bogey Bogdanovich, so. Um, you don't get the full scale, but um, you get kind of a glimpse. You get kind of a glimpse, and he seemed to go with the stagger, um, the stagger method of Trey and Dejounte again this game, and uh, I, I kind of like that method. To be honest with you, man, I kind of like having a, you know you have one of those guys out there for a good majority of the time, you know, um, and I think if you're trying to maximize your your roster. That's something to have. DeJounte is a guy who can create. He can, uh, I mean, he can distribute. He, he can do a lot of things. And so, like, having a guy out there running with your second unit um, is big. It's very big. Um, just going over just a few of the notes that I have for tonight's game. The first quarter I thought was very competitive. I thought it was very competitive. 
Um, I liked what I saw out of the guys. Um, they didn't shoot terribly well, shoot 29%, 25% from three. But I like the activity that I saw. I like the activity. Trey was one for nine. Uh, wasn't his best shooting night in totality. But um, it was interesting to see A.J. Griffin and Jalen Johnson. Those were the first two subs into the game. Now, I know once the regular season starts, um, I'm not sure that that is going to be the case. But I'll tell you this. One thing A.J. Griffin's going to have to do, he's going to have to grow up quick, fast, and hurry, especially if Bogey's going to be out for a while. Now, all signs are saying and, and pointing to Bogey going to be ready uh, the beginning of the season. But if he's not, he seems like one of the likely guys up that's going to be getting minutes in his absence. And um, while he is not the ball player that Bogey is, uh, that's just – what it is he's going to be a rookie and typically rookies are not good but um he's going to have an opportunity especially if bogey misses any time you know i imagine he's going to be battling uh, justin holiday for that for that guard spot that wing spot off the bench but um i have in my notes the minutes that aj griffin and jalen johnson had that first stretch uh they look pretty good, man. Like high activity, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, at least show me some hustle. <laughs> like if you don't know what you're doing, at least show me some hustle. And I think at the bare minimum with that first that first uh that first quarter, you got that from them, you know? And I, I, I was impressed. I, I I like what I saw from both guys all night, not just the first quarter, but uh, Nate went with the same rotation that he did in the bye, having Trey playing the full first quarter and having DeJounte playing a little bit over half of the first quarter. That way, the second quarter begins, you can rest Trey, and you let DeJounte hold that second quarter down. So, uh, unfortunately, Trey nor DeJounte really had it going as far as shooting the ball tonight, and that's fine because you're going to have those nights like that. But I thought um, DeAndre looked Pretty decent. You know, John Collins, he, he might have been the best player for the Hawks tonight, not named Clint Capella. Um, Clint Capella had a really good first half, grabbing all the boards and had a couple block shots, and he was just very active, like what I saw out of Clint tonight. Um, as far as the starting five meshing, I will say this. Um, I thought they probably looked a little bit better in Dubai, to be honest with you, the first game. Um, and again... This, what it looks like now is not what it's going to look like ultimately, right? So let me say that again. What it looks like now is not what it's going to look like ultimately. It's going to take maybe 20 or so games for this team to really mesh. And I thought tonight was a good litmus test of what these two teams are or what they could be. Because Cleveland is very similar to Atlanta. Very similar. You know, some... Um, writers have cut the Cavs having a better record than the Hawks. Some have the Hawks having a better record. I still say the Hawks uh, have a bit of an edge because I believe the Hawks have the best player in the matchup. When that's when that's the case, if, if, if all things are equal, I always just say who's ever got the best player, I'm going to give them the edge. And the best player is 
is obviously true. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So, um, I get the Hawks a little bit of, of an edge. If they're playing a five-game series, seven-game series, I would give the edge to the Hawks. But that being said, Cleveland is still a very good, very dangerous team. Um, I say this every podcast, but whoever's going to come out of the East is going to be the team that has stayed the healthiest and a team that has gelled the quickest. Um, second quarter, you saw a lot of sloppy basketball, a lot of sloppy basketball. And, um, it was just, I think I wrote on my notes, this is definitely preseason basketball, definitely preseason basketball. At one time I just wrote the word sloppy, (laughs) but that's to be expected though. That's to be expected because you're ingratiating, not just another role player into your team. Both teams are ingratiating a top-tier player, an all-star, into their squad. And so that's going to take some time, you know, to not feel like they're stepping on each other's toes. And to they just got to work out the kinks, both sides of the ball. But second quarter is really sloppy. And after that, you're just wondering, okay, how much time... Is Nate going to play these guys? And, you know, what else is you know do we have to look for in the second half? The second half is going to be just the Rooks. But um, Nate came out here guns a-blazing, man. <laughs> he came out here, same rotation. Trey's playing the whole third quarter. DeJounte's playing about half that quarter. And third quarter um, was kind of like the John Collins show. You know, he had 10 points in the quarter, three boards. But he was just playing really aggressive. He was looking for a shot, and he just he just looked really good. But this isn't a surprise. Like, if you've been watching Hawks basketball, it is clear that John Collins is a very good basketball player. It is clear that John Collins is probably going to be your most efficient basketball player. Now, the unfortunate part of that is they don't really run plays for John. They don't really try to get John the ball when he has the hot hand. And I've always said I think that is problematic, you know. Um, I understand the big dogs got to eat. Trey's got to eat. Now DeJounte's got to eat, you know. But I've always thought that John was kind of underused. But that's a whole another podcast. But John drops 10 in the quarter. It's a. It's still a competitive quarter. Um, Hawks actually win the quarter, 31 to 24, and they start shooting a little bit better. Uh, they kick that shooting percentage up to 47%, thanks in part to John Collins. Uh, John going four seven in the um, in the four in, in the third quarter. 
kind of made it a ball game. Again, I don't really be checking for the wins and losses, though. You know, some folks do, and that's fine. But I don't. I just want to see how they are playing, you know. Um, but uh, when you talk about guys that kind of stick out, for me, um, I thought that the Rook kind of stuck out a little bit. A.J. Griffin. Um, played almost 10 minutes in that fourth quarter, had nine points, led all the Hawks scores in that fourth quarter scoring. And uh, I just like this kid, man. He shot, he hit three threes, three out of four from three. Well, he was three out of four, but he was three for three from beyond the arc in that fourth quarter. So um, had a couple offensive, I think he had, a, uh, let me see. I know at one point he got an offensive board and got like a little putback or whatever. But let me see his final stats. Let me see how many rebounds. Yeah, so he finished the game with six rebounds, and three of those were offensive. That's what I like to see. I like to see it, man. Uh, If you're a rookie and you don't understand defenses and you don't understand offenses and you're just trying to figure things out, go get you a rebound, bro. Go get you a rebound and just hustle. And I saw a lot of that from Jalen Johnson. Uh, I saw a lot of hustle from Jalen. 11 boards tonight on eight points. Um, one thing we know about Jalen, he can, he can rebound. He's a very good rebounder, you know. Uh, he was grabbing all them boards in, in, in G League, you know. So um, it's good to see him attack the boards. Still kind of a work in progress offensively and defensively. But overall... Um, I like the fight for the Hawks, man. They kept it close. If you tell me this team is going to shoot sub 34% and only lose by six, uh, that, that, that's kind of tough. That shows, that shows me that this team has a lot of grit early on, you know, um, a lot of grit and that's what you want to see. You know, you're not going to shoot 40 and 50% every single night. You know, they were able to get that three point percentage up. Um, shot 34% from the field. And, uh, I mean, they kept it close on a night where your star was 3 for 17. He was 3 for 17. And um, I liked it, to be honest with you. I liked it not because Trey struggled, but because the guys had an opportunity to say, okay, this is what it looks like when our guy struggles. Who's going to step up? And you had DeJounte step up a little bit because he was kind of cooking in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, John Collins, he was cooking in that third quarter. And these are things that you need to see if you're a ball club. These are these are situation called situational basketball. What do you do if your star is not playing like a star? You know, somebody's got to step up. somebody got to take them shots. And somebody got to hit them shots. So um, it was just good to see. It was good to see. As far as the Cavs are concerned, my takeaway from this Cavs team is this. Donovan Mitchell is still a good basketball player. Like, he's still good. Like, he's borderline really good. Um, Of course, I still think that there's holes in his game, but that's neither here nor there. This is not a Donovan Mitchell podcast or a referendum on what Donovan Mitchell is or what he isn't. Number two, as far as the Cav takeaways, Darius Garland is a good ball player. Like, Darius Garland had 23-12 and 12 on a night that seemed like he wasn't really, I mean, I don't know, man. But, like, Darius Garland is a baller. Like, he's legit. He's, he's for real. Um, 
I like his game. I like to see him and Trey go off on each other uh, on the basketball court. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like the Garland kid. And last but definitely not least, Jared Allen. Jared Allen is that dude defensively. Like, he's going to be that dude. He had five block shots on the night. Um, it's kind of amazing. Like, yo, my man only had two rebounds. But, like, defensively, he's a dog. Like, he's that dude, you know. So, this is going to be a formidable team this season. During the broadcast, uh, I think Bob mentioned that they only play this team like once during the season, and uh, it's gonna be you're gonna need to win these games because tiebreakers. Once all these tiebreakers start coming into factor, whew, you're gonna want them. You're gonna want them. So, you gotta handle your business against the Cavs uh, because every time the Hawks play the Cavs, it's going to be a tough matchup. So. Um, yeah, man, uh, as far as thoughts on the game, I talked about John, talked about Clint, uh, eight points, 15 boards, the backcourt kind of struggled. I like what I saw out of AJ, um, Jalen Johnson, uh, Justin Holiday. It was just kind of okay. Uh, Anyeka Okongu, um, Anyeka, what, 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 I don't have any notes on Anyeka, but, uh, well, you know what you're going to get with Anyeka. Every game, he's going to hustle, he's going to bang, he's going to do what he got to do. Now, Clint Capella left the game in the third, I think it was the fourth quarter. Had some issues uh, with his hand, I believe. But, uh, let me see, the fourth with a strained thumb. Yeah, it was a strained thumb. So, uh, hopefully the injury bug doesn't hit this Hawks team. Let me knock on some wood. Hopefully that injury bug doesn't hit, but um, I thought, you know, Okongu gave them decent minutes when he was in there for Clint. So, again, just another wrinkle, just another um, lineup that Nate can kind of play with. So, we'll see how that transpires. So, from here, the Atlanta Hawks go to uh, Birmingham. They will take on the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. And that game will be their final game of the preseason game. Uh, I believe the final game is either going to be kind of a dress rehearsal, which means the starters are going to get a lot of minutes, or they're not going to get any minutes. <laughs> I don't know which is true, but um, typically that's how that goes. You know, either they're going to get all their minutes or they're not going to get no minutes, and everybody's going to sit out. Um, personally, if I'm a fan, I want to see my guys out there playing. Um, the more time you can have on the court, the better, the better. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, man, interesting to see. But um, no new news as far as the roster is concerned. Um, last episode, we talked about guys that had been uh, waived, uh, but it seems like they're getting more and more closer to um, setting the final roster. But I think that's about it, man. So just wanted to come on real quick, talk about the Cavs and the Hawks game. Next uh, pod, I, I will try to do better to get my fan feedback because that's one of my favorite parts of the show is listening to what you guys have to say. Um, but, yeah, I'll do better next time. That's on me. That's my bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh, no other announcements. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. Again, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at HawksBeat. Find us, find us, find us. Give us a click, like, and a follow. 
And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time. All the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you can find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.